Hi everyone, my name is Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show. Today on the show I have a very special guest who's a very good friend of mine, but before I introduce my special guest, I want to just remind you that once the show is over, don't forget to download the free ebook version of my best-selling book, Never In Your Wildest Dreams, and you'll see the link somewhere below this video. So uh, please let me introduce my special guest and good friend, Dr. Joan Rosenberg. How are you, Joan? <laughs> I'm doing great, Natalie. Thanks for having me. I am so glad that you were able to carve out some time for us because I know that you are deep into the promotion of uh, your new book, uh, which is called 90 Seconds to a Life That You Love, uh, How to Master Your Difficult yep. Feelings to Cultivate Lasting Confidence, Resilience and Authenticity. So I cannot wait to dive into this conversation. Uh, but before we do, can will you just give our audience just a little bit of a background um, as to you know what kind of doctor you are and how you got into writing this book. Uh, I'm a psychologist and I've been teaching graduate psychology for 30 years. That's probably enough enough that you need in terms of my background. But uh, and I've, so I've been I've been in the field for 30 to 40 years. And I, really, the book came out of a desire to answer two questions. One was what made it so difficult for people to handle unpleasant feelings or experience unpleasant feelings? Why is that so hard for us? And then the second question is, how do unpleasant feelings relate to having confidence? So how, do, how is it that we develop confidence? And then I saw the link between the two. Right. That's what prompted me to write the book. <laughs> All right, so, because I, I know that you've done like a TEDx talk about, uh, you know, feeling uncomfortable feelings. Um, and by as yes. a recovering as a recovering person who used to you know um, you know diminish my emotions because I wanted to avoid my uncomfortable uh, you know emotions. Um, yes, <laughs> didn't we all? You um, and everybody else, right? <laughs> so tell yep. me why it is so important that we feel uncomfortable emotions. I, there are so many answers to that question. The first, I, I would say, the first is. If we don't allow ourselves to feel those the, the whole range of what we feel, we actually don't feel fully authentic. We don't feel fully ourselves. And I think that there's, in fact, I think it, many people talk about this imposter syndrome kind of an idea and that we go around thinking we're not, we're, that people are going to see through us and think that we're a fraud. And I think that's in part because we try to dismiss aspects of ourselves. So that that's one piece. The second is we actually need feelings. Feelings are there for our protection. And if and if we're safe, then they're for they're there for our connection and creativity. So uh, to our creative endeavors. So if we shut them out, we're shutting out probably more than fifty percent of, uh, if you will, a body of knowledge or re. Uh, resources that are available to help us make decisions or express ourselves or take action. So, I mean, I can go on and on about the importance, but the, the bottom, the simple most bottom line is we're not authentic human beings when we try to shut them out. Yeah. Well, and we're more vulnerable and less safe human beings when we try to shut them out. Well, I can completely relate to that. I know towards the end of my marriage, I was so unhappy, um, but I would numb out by using alcohol or watching TV or whatever right. it is I would do. Um, and I didn't, I remember when, when Glenn and I broke up, how I had this realization I had no close friends or no close girlfriends. And it's because, oh no, if they saw underneath the facade, they would think 
they would realize that there's nothing here because I, I couldn't feel anything. Um, and the sad thing right. is when you shut out the, the bad emotions, you don't just shut out bad emotions, you shut out all emotions. You know, it seems yes. to yes. off the gamut. Right, yeah. So it, so if we shut out the, the, the unpleasant side of things, then what we're doing is we're also muffling the positive ones. So we don't have this great same access to joy, to contentment, to happiness, to excitement, all those kinds of things. So yeah, that's a that would be yet another reason. Right. And so, so again, there's there's a lot there's lots of reasons for it. Yeah. So when we Go talk ahead. about uncomfortable emotions, what emotions are we talking about? You know, my my whole thesis or approach is people being able to tolerate or experience eight unpleasant feelings. That's it. Just eight. And and the eight are sadness, shame, helplessness, anger, vulnerability, embarrassment, disappointment, and I will tell you why those eight is because that they are the most common feeling reactions to things not turning out the way we need or the way we want. Right. I know. I used to always think how it's amazing what we do as human beings to avoid something as simple as disappointment. You know, um, yep. it, we just with the whole workaround that we do, so we don't feel that. So, okay, so we know what the negative, the, like the uncomfortable emotions are. So, and I, my right. feedback then is that if I open up that those floodgates, I'm going to get lost in those emotions, and I'll never make my way back. Is that a common fear? Common fear uh, that they're going to be intense, that they're going to start and they won't stop. Uh, and we'll be flooded or overwhelmed by them and we'll lose control. Those are very, very common reactions. The truth is, and that's at the, kind of the title of the book, the title is 90 Seconds to a Life You Love. And and I didn't make up the 90 seconds, so I'm, I'm borrowing the concept, if you will, from a, uh, a, a Harvard-trained neuroscientist named Dr. Dr. Jill Bolte-Taylor. And what she talked about was that when a feeling fires off in our fires off in the brain, flood of neurochemicals going through our bloodstream, that they what happens is they activate bodily sensations when when they're flooding through the bloodstream, and that they <clears throat> excuse me that they subside or they dissipate out of the bloodstream in roughly ninety seconds. So there's there's for people to take away from that, Natalie, and one is that a feeling doesn't last long. It's, it's think 60 to 90 seconds, the intensity is only gonna last that amount of time. What makes it feel like it lingers is because we keep on repeating thoughts or memories that keep on firing off those feelings. The, the second part of it is the activate bodily sensation piece. And the truth be told, most of us come to know what we feel, it in our body. And what I realized is that it's not that we actually don't want to feel the, our whole range of feelings. We do. What we don't want to feel are the bodily sensations that actually help us know what we're feeling emotionally. So if people can go, oh, 60 to 90 seconds, I can handle that. Then the key is all they have to do is to stay with the unpleasant bodily sensation that is attached to that feeling. And then they've got it. Right. And, and what kind of uh, bodily, you know, feelings are we talking about, but bodily functions? Uh, well, it could be all sorts of things. So, for instance, um, one of my clients, when she gets angry, she feels heat at the back of her neck. Right. Another one, when she gets angry, she feels heat in her arms. 
it could be it could be the the heat in the face and the face flushing when we get embarrassed. It could be a sinking feeling in our in, in our chest area when we feel sad or disappointed. So it's going to be variable for each person, but it's it's noticing what what bodily sensations do I feel when I'm feeling certain emotional feelings? And making a deal with yourself that like I could ride this out for ninety seconds. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I know I'm people I can people who have been taught it will actually go, I can do ninety seconds. I can do 90 seconds. I can do 90, so that they just, in part, they just keep reminding themselves 90 seconds. That's all I got to do. And then they stay with it long enough. And, and what happens after that, Natalie, is many times insights come. Hmm. So it's like, oh, well, I should really talk to that person. Or no, I don't really want to go there. That's not going to be for me. But it's because they were able to stay present with the feeling. Yeah. And you've also created a specific method. We call it, what is it, the Rosenberg Reset that uh, helps us navigate. Right, right, right. So, which I've, I've kind of put pieces of it together. So the, the whole notion here is that it's, I, it's centered on what I call a formula. It's one choice, eight feelings, 90 seconds. So the one choice is a choice to, to be aware of and in touch with as much of your moment to moment as possible. So we're talking awareness, not avoidance which most of us tend to like to do. So choose into awareness, that's the one choice, the eight feelings I've mentioned, and then the 90 seconds I've mentioned. So if we can stay present to the, the in fact, the, here, let, me, let me say it in a slightly different way. If a person can ride one or more 90 second waves of one or more of eight unpleasant feelings, they can go pursue anything they want in life. Right. Wow. And so, you know, and what this does is help to build confidence and resilience and so forth. But how does it do that? Okay. So here's, here's the, here's a couple keys. Um, and there's a, there's a, a handful of things that go into this. Um, first is understanding that the, the first place we start to develop confidence is when we're more true to ourselves. So when we can acknowledge the unpleasant feelings that already starts to build up our confidence. Okay, so because we're, be, we're being repeat that again. It froze up a little bit, and I want to make sure people hear that this answer. When we feel, when we allow ourselves to feel the whole expanse of our feelings, the pleasant ones and the unpleasant ones, what it just by our the very nature of doing that, then we feel more whole, more substantive and more true to ourselves, that alone increases confidence. The next step for me is, is people learning how to speak up. And, and I, I, there's a, actually a long chapter in the book on, on this. And I, in fact, I think speaking singularly, but taking it one step beyond feeling, that speaking is singularly the most important skill that someone can develop to develop their sense of confidence. So I'm being now, the, the foundation is I'm being true to myself. I'm allowing myself to experience those feelings. Now I'm going to be congruent and what's what I'm thinking and feeling to speak. So that sense of congruence and the speaking up, I think changes molecules in us. And, and as a result, it's, it's so speaking up, so one's ability to speak up 
is a big piece of uh, developing confidence. And what's interesting here is that it's not that we have confidence and then we speak, even that we know ourselves and then we speak. It's as we speak, we come to know ourselves and as we speak, we develop confidence. Right. And then the third would be taking actions. So it's not, again, we can't just sit and go, I'm gonna you know, make things happen around me by just sitting still. No, it's, and, and the same is true here. It's not that you have confidence and then you go take some kind of an action that needs to take place. It's as you take the action, you develop the confidence. Right. No, I agree. So like you said, you're being congruent to who you are as a human being. Like when I, uh, after, you know, Glenn and I split, I did the Hoffman process, um, which right. really did open me up to be able to feel all these different kinds of emotions and process what went on and take responsibility for my part in the end of our marriage. Um, right, right. I was even saying on a, on a coaching call last night how, you know, I was in a relationship last year which ended and, you know, I was heartbroken, but even in those moments of feeling that emotion, it's been, I'll call it, I'll call it the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> because, you know, when this emotion right. comes up, like, yes, I felt the heartbreak at the time, but there's other moments where it comes up, but this is like, it's like a prelude to, ooh, okay, I'm feeling this again. Why am I feeling this? Where is this coming from? So it's giving me the right. to be able to go deeper and go, you know, what, what belief or program do I have that I need to release? Um, or how do I need to change how I perceive this situation? But my emotions are the the key that open the door for me to have that introspection and to do that work. To Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and one of the most important things you're doing in that whole process is staying curious. You're staying open to what's taking place and you're leaning into it and you're being very curious about it and then trying to go, all right, what is this attached to? So it's like what a, what a beautiful way to process through stuff. Yeah. And um, I love the book. I because uh, you know, for me, you know, you and I are the same. I'm a logical thinker. Um, you know, even though I'm an, a little bit more emotional than I used to be, um, but I love it when it's a how-to manual. Like I love this. Is there's no guesswork. You know, you've broken it down to a system no. really easy to follow um, and really yep. easy to understand. So, so can you? Um, I, I know. This is based on years of you, you know, working with people one-on-one -on -one in your practice. So can you share a story yep. of someone that you've worked with that you've seen like like a, a change because they've been able to adopt these kind of processes? Oh, there are, there are so, so many. Um, and, and I've also trained psychotherapists and, and I mean, one, one it's, it's like what I watch happen is people will go, will start from a place off mentally from feeling like life's doing something to them and the more they are able to move through this experience they start to realize that they have a hand in creating life and and that they're a co-creator with life and and so it, they'll start from a place of feeling more anxious from um, feeling like they can't speak up that they don't fit in compliments well uh, they downplay their their good works, all sorts of things like that. And, and what will end up happening is that the more they start to stay present to the feelings as the starting point, like I said, that's when they start to feel better. Mm -hmm. and, and then it moves from uh, that to experience. And as soon as they start to do that, it's like I, I just watch a, like a quantum leap in, 
in what their experience of confidence is all about. Then they develop more friendships. They're more true in those friendships. The connections, the, the, the relationships deepen. They feel more excited. They feel more interested. They, uh, they are uh, feeling like they're clearer about what they want to pursue in life. I mean, every, at clarity starts to, it, there's a lot more clarity when somebody starts to, to move to that place. And then it's like, all right, what do I want to do? And how do I want to contribute? And who can I connect with? And, and it's, there's just a, 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 you start to see the joy and the excitement about life come back. Yeah. So it's, um, so it's, it's, I mean, and that's story after story after story. That's kind of the process I see happen. Yeah. I mean, well, that's my story. I mean, there, there's pre when I did Hoffman and there's post. Um, and life on this side is just, oh, my God, I, I know what joy is. I can feel that. I can see right. into a moment of gratitude on a dime. And it's just like this is this is what life is all about. It's so rich and it's so open and there's so many exchanges. It's just, yeah, it's, it's just amazing. So, so darling, where yeah. can we send people to reach out, connect with you and get their hands on the book? Well, uh, can I can I show a little picture of the book? Yes. Or no? Yeah. Yes. yes. Okay. All right. So I gotta I gotta move us around a little bit. So <laughs> you tell me whether this comes on screen or not. Yeah. Perfect. On screen or no? Yes. Got okay. It. So that's what the cover looks like. Ninety seconds. How to master your difficult feelings to cultivate lasting confidence, resilience, and authenticity. Um, it is everywhere that someone wants to buy a book. So Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Books a Million, Indie Books. Uh, all those, in fact, even Costco. <laughs> so, so, so go to Costco and buy it. Um, and so, it's so really everywhere some, someone buys books, it's still on pre-order. If they want to get some bonuses along with that, they can go to 90secondsbook.com. And there are some bonuses that will come along with uh, the pre-order. And if after February 12th, it's available to everybody everywhere. Uh, and then it's just, oh, and they, and it's also in audible form. And if people want to connect with me, they can always, um, they can go to my website, drjoanrosenberg.com, connect with me there. And they can also uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, uh, what is it? What are the right? Fa Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> and, and usually it's under Dr. Joan Rosenberg. So I'm, I'm easily findable. Beautiful. All right. Well, thanks Thank you for, Joan, for joining me. Uh, it's such a pleasure chatting to you. And, you know, I love this subject. It's, it, it's, it's such a game changer. So I really appreciate your time. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Now, guys, awesome. I encourage you to please share this video. Let's get the word out. You can do that by clicking the Facebook and the Twitter share buttons on this page. And don't forget to click on either the link below or the banner to the side to go directly through to Dr. Joan's um, website where you can purchase the book. Um, and after all that's over, don't forget to click the link below that so you can download the free ebook version of my best-selling book, Never in Your Wildest Dreams. So until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously, and love without limits. We'll see you soon.